Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. 720 WGN. 319, I'm Lisa Dent. Even if you don't know every member of the Chicago City Council, you may have heard of Alderwoman Jeanette Taylor. Jeanette Taylor, it was your story about applying for an affordable housing voucher in 1993 that caught my attention a year ago. And I thought this can't be real, but it was real. Thanks for joining us on the show. Before we get to the issue at hand, tell everybody about your experience with CHA and a in applying at that time for an affordable housing voucher? So in 1993, by that time, I had had three children, and my family, the place that my mother stayed was already overcrowded. It was my mother, my brother, and my sister, and my sister had two kids. And at that time, I had three kids, and we shared a one-bedroom. We actually turned the dining room into a bedroom. And so I applied to get a a voucher from CHA back in 1993, and they would send me um, letters to tell me where I was on the list. And I was called like one time in 2003 or four, but they wouldn't. They told me my oldest son had just graduated from high school, and they told me if I put him on the list that I would lose my voucher. And so I chose to go back on the list and. All this time, they're now just telling me I made it to the top of the list. When my baby is turning 18, he's graduating out of high school. And the son that I had just had now will be 30 at the end of July. Unbelievable. 29 years waiting to get an affordable housing voucher. And obviously, you're a highly motivated woman because you raised those children. And now you are on Chicago City Council. And you're calling for the firing of the CEO of CHA. Tell me about that. Absolutely. What did what did she do? And don't get me wrong. While she did inherited a mess, because let's let's say this, the plan for tra- transformation failed. But what did she do that was different? What did she what did she kind of do to make things different? And I met with her. I think she's a very nice lady. But we also need people who come into office and say, we need to do something about this. There are 65,000 homeless people. 20,000 of them are young people. And so what is CHA doing that's any different? And so we need somebody who is going to really challenge the status quo and really talk about how we could house people in our community. A lot of those people without a home are people who attend Chicago public schools. I know that was an issue that the mayor brought up several times while he was campaigning. Uh, is mm-hmm. he of the same opinion that Tracy Scott needs to go? That I don't know. Uh, it's the reason why I didn't run for that job. Because I don't have to make that decision. But if I did, I would want somebody who clearly understands housing and who works with the 50 aldermen. That is the problem with with CHA. With a lot of these uh, city institutions, they don't work with us. Yes, I will complain all day long about what we should be doing, but I'm also going to be part of the solution. And I just feel like knowing what we've been going through during the pandemic, knowing that people now that we've come out of the pandemic, 
or at least that's what, what folks are saying, um, that there's no plan that was given to us or even talked to us about how do we help the homeless population on top of now having to help um, house migrants. Right, and you were almost so we in tears last we week, right? Somebody who's innovative. Were you almost in tears? Were you almost in tears last week when you were talking about the fifty-one million dollars in emergency funding for the migrants? Oh, absolutely, because I was conflicted because we had a homeless problem already here. We already have communities that have been disinvested and have not been taken care of. But I said it then, and I'll say it now: hurt people don't hurt other hurt people. Um, the migrants came because we're a sanctuary city. Um, and they need help in sanctuary, and we should provide them. But we should also not forget the people who are tax-paying folks who live in our city. And do some people call you racist for that? Oh, absolutely. But, of course, those are the political prostitutes, as I like to call them, the people who get contracts <laughs> who ain't never done nothing for their community. So you can't question my blackness or, or call me a sellout based on one vote. And one vote on doing right, but these are the same people that will stand up in church on Sunday and claim they're Christian and they love the Lord. You can't love the Lord while you mistreating his people. 20th Ward Alderwoman Jeanette Taylor, I love talking to you because you just say it like it is. You believe what you believe. And now what I do want to ask you is you are calling, calling you know, you shouted out Tracy Scott, the CEO of CHA, and um, and also the CEO of the Chicago Transit Authority. Is it the people or is it the system? And and both. I don't believe that. If people think that Mayor Johnson is going to get in office and in four years magically fix what has been messed up for 400 years, they're crazy. But I think we can start off with being transparent. I think we can start off at being having the conversations about what people actually need and what they want. I think if we do that, and CTA has not shown that. We don't know how much they took in of COVID money. We don't know how many people that they've actually hired we just, I, I struggle with him, and the thought that he did not want to show up for a city council meeting means he does not respect democracy. Yeah, Nobody it, should have to beg you to come to the table to have a conversation with us. I told him we were going to put out the where's Waldo for him. <laughs> but he ultimately doesn't deserve to sit in that seat. Yes, we have systematic problems, but we also have to fix them. Because we can't say that to constituents and voters and taxpayers every year. We trying, we trying. No, you're not trying. And I didn't see him make a conscious effort to do anything different than CTA. And that's according to the workers and folks who ride public transportation. Uh, they identify as you as one of Mayor Brandon Johnson's closest city council allies. Um, do you think you're going to see action on this? Do you think you're going to see movement and will getting rid of Absolutely. one? Okay. <laughs> We're already setting up the table to make sure that we start off in transparency. Part of the problem I've realized over the years is the public does not really know about the inner workings of a lot of these systems. And so ultimately the fall guys who the mayor and the alderman, I have no control over the park district. I have no control over CTA. I have no control over CHA. But they need to come to the, the council with, with some solutions. They need to talk about where the money is going. They need to talk about transparency. There are nowhere in the world that people are coming from these apartments and these buildings that live on CHA and hood property, and they're in disarray. What are we paying for? There's nowhere in the world we got all of these vacant apartments in CHA and 
we got 65,000 homeless people. Well, you speak from experience. You take that job, you do the job. You're going to hold their feet to the fire. Oh, absolutely. And call them out every chance I get. (laughs) Well, thank you for doing it today. Thank you for joining us. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. We had Alderman Vasquez on. He is calling for a resolution that would allow any other city council person, um, no one, to moonlight, to have a second job, to take every ounce of energy they have and put it into the job they have been given, the job they've been elected for. How do you feel about that? If you're effective, I don't know when they got time because I don't. That's pretty much what he said. I'm I'm, I'm rarely off. Um, my phone is on 24-7. I'm always answering constituents because things happen. I'm in four, four different police districts. So anytime somebody gets shot or killed, I get the call. And so I don't know how people have time who are effective. I have constituent day every Thursday where I see people from 1 to 7.30 in my office without an appointment. I don't know when they have time to have another job. Now, this is... It's, it's, um, something that's um recreational like you're talking on the radio or something maybe but i don't see <laughs> hey, they have this time. is not recreational that's hard work anyone can be an alderman <laughs> alderman i'm talking about podcast let me take that back let me take that back like podcast once a week that's what i mean recreational definitely all what you got let me let me clean that up right now always so, fun to talk to you television is hard <laughs> have a beautiful weekend you all as well. Thanks for having me. 20th Ward Alderwoman Jeanette Taylor. Steve's News is next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.